Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Daly from Agile Meridian, and welcome to our 40th episode of Agile Shorts. Today, we're going to talk about why do developers hate Agile. And with me today is my buddy, Kumar. How are you doing? Hey, everyone. Yeah, so this is uh, actually something that seems to come up often on these uh, uh, Quora boards and, you know, things like that, where especially developers just have this bad impression of agile and certainly in, I don't know about you, but certainly in a lot of the clients that I'm helping serving that uh, developers just don't really like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they hate it. Um, what do you think some of those reasons are Chris? You know, there are a lot of good reasons on why developers hate it. I think, you know, in my opinion, it's been, bad implementations right bad coaches that go in and talk about you know they go in and they're, they're dogmatic about what the process is they really don't understand why they're doing what they're doing and why they're instructing the team and so it becomes very much a um a very much a process like waterfall right in waterfall we do this and then we do this and then we do this and we do and we don't question and it's that same kind of approach as my experience in agile how about you yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it, a lot of it is implementation. You're right. Uh, some of it can be certainly can be attributed to coaching. Um, and it's really not coaching. It's consultants that come in that that have a, um, you know, they, they've sold a big bill of goods, if you will. I mean, I'm not saying that, that all coaches are like this, but certainly some are like this. They sold a bill of goods to leadership saying, hey, you need to go agile because it'll help you you know, 10x your productivity and uh, uh, you can, you know, obviously people are going to be like, oh, really? Let's try this, you know, but what they don't realize is that Agile is not about um, just about the process, about the steps, about a methodology. It's more about a mindset and leaders are not really that invested in investing the time to change the mindset. Uh, and so what happens is a suboptimal implementation of agile and scrum which leads to disillusionment and certainly uh, developers are probably the the ones that are feel the the brunt of it yeah absolutely isn't that what you were describing um isn't that where or at least in my experience it seems like it's where the leadership is looking for a silver bullet there's a lot of intuitive things that are wrong in an organization and Somebody has sold them that agile is going to be the fix all their their problems. It's going to solve world hunger. You know, it's going to solve solve global warming. All they have to do is implement it. It's easy. And to your point, it it ends up being bad, right? Yeah, because it's not it's not you know people don't take a system systemic view of uh, of change, right? It's you know people view agile as a methodology. You know, like. Um, Hey, just let's just go implement this thing and things will move better. It'll it'll we'll be able to deliver faster and so on and so forth. Uh, and so it's it's more about the output rather than the outcome. And leaders aren't uh, I mean, I'm not saying leaders are to blame for this, certainly, but they have a part to play in it. Right. Because they're the ones signing the check, but they're not actually doing the work of demonstrating the change, demonstrating what kind of organization they want to become. Right. Right. And so developers, I mean, they're kind of in the 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 ugly end of the stick. Right. And what for them, it's like before it was 
They had time to really think about the work that they had to do. They had time to uh, work with their colleagues to you know, come up with the solutions and test it out and so on and so forth. And, and you know, from a, if I'm a developer and all of a sudden we're doing Agile, oh my God, I'm, I'm doing a meeting every day, you know, 15 minute standup that turns into an hour long status meeting. Uh, and then I got to go to some planning session or a refinement session. I've got to go to this, this uh, architectural uh, session with, with, you know, some architects and I'm in meetings all day. So when do I have time to develop? So of course they're going to hate Agile because, you know, this new change was brought in and it's limited the amount of time they have to do what they love to do, which is, uh, you know, come up with solutions to problems, you know, through code or, you know, it doesn't have to be a software developer. It could be a marketing developer or it could be a, a lawyer, a legal assistant that, you know, Agile is everywhere now, right? Because it's been used in so many industries. And so on the, on the ugly end of the stick, these people are just um, through these bad implementations are, are having to endure a lot of bureaucracy. What, what would you say to that? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, that's, I mean, every team that I've gone into or every organization I've gone into where I've had to have uh, help them get moving, you know, it's that dogmatic approach where they, they get told, this is the way that we're going to do this. And then, you know, what happens is you do it and they really don't understand why. I mean, I, it reminds me of that concept of the burning platform, right? Most develop most of the time we don't talk to developers about why do we need to do agile, right? We're doing right. agile right now. Why? If they don't see the problem, um, it it's gonna appear to them that that we're just putting bur a burden on them, right? Giving them more work. So yeah, I I agree. Why why is it that change is so hard? You know, I mean it 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 um, it um, seems like you know, a leader, someone says, okay, let's try this agile thing and they implement it. Why do you, why do you suppose change is hard? And especially for people at the, as I, as I put it, the ugly end of the stick, right? The ones that are, that get impacted the most by these changes. Why do you suppose that is? Um, it's interesting because it reminds me of a parable that I heard about um, five monkeys and a researcher, the, the parable goes like this. Five, a researcher took five monkeys and put them in a room. And then in the middle of the room was a ladder with a bunch of bananas on it. And every time the monkeys would go up on the ladder, the researchers would spray them with cold water. And the monkeys just got to a point where they wouldn't do anything about it. And they wouldn't go up the ladder. They just quit trying. They didn't want to get sprayed. And then the researchers started replacing the monkeys with, you know, monkeys that had gotten sprayed with a new monkey that hadn't been sprayed. And eventually they'd replaced, you know, they'd gone through and replaced the, all the monkeys and yet the bananas weren't there or touched, right? And the reason they weren't touched is because every time they put a new monkey in, the other monkeys who had been sprayed would fight at it, bite at it, pull it back down off the ladder because they didn't want to get sprayed. So they'd pull it down and eventually that monkey, that new monkey, you know, would learn not to go up the ladder. Well, after a while, after they'd replaced them all, the monkeys didn't go up the ladder to get the bananas, even though none of them have been um, sprayed. And, you know, it's that it's that idea that kind of came up when you and I were talking about this before, you know, whether this was a good topic or not. Right. Is that, you know, why what do you think the monkeys were thinking, you know, in terms of why they wouldn't go up the, the ladder? 
Yeah, I mean that's that's a it's a good parable and it's a good parable for culture, cultural change, right? So the way things work around here, uh, sort of, you know, uh, we don't necessarily hear that exact phrase, but some variation of of that. Hey, Kumar, that's not how things work around here. That to me sounds like those the monkey sort of telling me, "Hey, get off the damn ladder, so you don't get sprayed." Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Um, Things don't work that way around here, Kumar. What are you talking about? We can't do that. Um, and so it's it's a big element to change and, and why change is so hard is because, you know, culture norms, uh, habits that people form, uh, you know, when you go into a new organization, you tend to want to conform to what everyone else is doing so you don't stand out too much. And so you're not gonna climb that ladder you know, get that banana, even though it's the shortest path to get the banana, you're not going to do it because no one else is doing it. You you look around and it's like, hey, all the other monkeys are just standing, sitting around this room. They're not going up there. I'm not going to do it. You know, something must be wrong. Or I might try it and so somebody's going to say, hey, Kumar, you don't want to do that. You're going to get in trouble. Right. You know, so I think maybe that's part of it. You know, developers are used to a certain style of working. And if... Um, if agile is isn't explained, the why behind it is, isn't explained to them. If the burning platform isn't shared with everyone in, in the organization as to why an organization is moving to a new style of working, then it's going to be really hard for people, especially on the ugly end of the stick, to understand these changes. And certainly poor implementation doesn't help. <laughs> Agile is not all about meetings endlessly. It's it's not about that, right? Uh, but um, you know, I think the thing that coaches us coaches have to move uh, do is move away from this notion of checklist agile. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm involved in a transformation right now, and I'm working with some some coaches. Uh, and and I'm I'm not going to say who or where, but just working with some coaches and. You know, it feels very checklisty. And uh, granted, this organization needs needs to change a lot, right? The why was never explained to them, but yet I'm I'm thinking that the approach that and, and we're we're gonna you know we're talking about the approach to take, and I don't think this is the right approach. Checklist agile. Hey, make sure you do your stand-ups and make sure you do this and make sure you do that. I mean, those things are important for sure, but I think it's more important to have that connection with the people. The humans that are uh, going through this change, and figure out what what's going to work for them. You know, right. you know if and and really, what's what is in it for the organization, right, Chris? I mean, yeah. what, what do you think of that? Yeah, I I think that we need to do a better job of communicating what is in it for them, right, and and how they do it. We don't necessarily as as well, you know, if the team's killing it, I've got a. a a team that I went in and helped last year that was, you know, in the organization that the entire organization was going agile, but this team is killing it. Yeah. And they were doing some, they were doing some of the scrum processes, but not all of them, but they, yet they were killing it. And, you know, people got on me about, well, you should make them change. You're not being, you know, they're not doing scrum. And my point was if it's working, why mess with it? Right. Only when you have an opportunity to, to change, do it then, right? When things aren't working well and just don't do it just because your 
you want to change things, right? You want to culturally, the culture is not going to let you change a team that's a high performing team, you know, and, and, um, you know, on the other hand, they will let you change a team that's in the dumps. That's the team you want to go into because they'll listen to you. Right. And that's an opportunity to go in and introduce agile and do it in a way that makes sense. But you've got to make sure that there's that reason, main reason on why, right? Because that culture always pushes back. Yeah. Another thing I see often is that, you know, people equate agile to scrum. Um, and they're not the same. Agile is not equal to scrum. Scrum is not agile. I mean, scrum is agile, but it's agile is not equal to scrum. Right. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, is agile is really just a mindset. It's a set of values and principles, as you know, as, as many of our viewers might know, uh, it's a mindset. It's, it's a way of working. You know, you're collaborating often it's, uh, business and developers working together uh, on a continual basis. It, it describes nothing in terms of rules or checklists, nothing. There's no methodology there. It's just a set of values and principles. And that's all scrum is a very lightweight framework that um, when you when you follow it and you follow the the ceremonies and the create the artifacts and all that, it manifests many, if not all of the agile values and principles, but they're not the same. And a lot of times people bastardize the implementation of Scrum, give Scrum a bad name, um, you know, but but they're 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 sort of, you know, forced into doing some of these things that may not fit the culture of that team or the culture of the company. So it's best to really understand what is it that you're trying to accomplish through an agile implementation? What's the outcome that you're looking for? You know, a lot of, a lot of times uh, agile consultants will say, Hey, 10 X your productivity. That's an output, but what's the outcome? You know, it's important. I think for Chris, I'm sure you'll agree. It's to move towards outcomes and away from outputs. Right. Right. And, and if we keep that in mind and understand that Agile is not Scrum, I think that maybe our developer friends will uh, maybe not hate Agile so much. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, and you bring up that 10x. That's a good point because you you will see some. Usually you will see when a team moves to Scrum or moves to Agile, you'll see some improvement right, in productivity. Yeah, yeah. But. The other side of it too, is you're working on the most important things because you're working in priority order, right? Whereas in a traditional environment, you might be working on what somebody believes is the highest priority, but not really, right? It might be the yeah. loudest person in the room, might be the person with the highest pay grade, uh, you know, something like that. But it does, it, it that does get overinflated. And when a scrum master go, or when somebody goes into an organization and says, oh, you're going to see X amount of productivity increase, I'm immediately trying to pull that person aside and say, hey, you don't want to say that, right? Because <laughs> it might not be, right? Yeah. It might be you're the same productivity. You're just delivering better quality stuff and it's yeah. higher priority or it's higher value. Right. Right. I mean, the capacity of the team does, doesn't change necessarily right. unless the, the organization is so dysfunctional that, you know, Scrum is it can be it can be a huge productivity boost, but it really depends on the organization where it starts from and and and, and how it's it's uh, agile and these ways of working are implemented. Yeah. You know, a good a good analogy for outcomes versus um, outputs 
is that idea of we're going to count. It's an old one, but we're going to count the number of lines of code, right? The output is you're going to end up with the, uh, lots and lots of lines of code, right? And yeah. um, that's great. But does the thing work? Is it getting the benefits that we expected, right? Right. The end user, are they getting value out, more value out of it than they were before we started this? Yeah. And that's why I like your comment about, I, I like this comment and approach that you just mentioned about moving towards outcomes. Right? I think we as organizations need to do that. I think our manufacturing backgrounds all are about outputs, right? How many cars do we produce or how many widgets? Do right. We but we really want to be focused on those outcomes, I think. Right, right. I, and I, I agree with you on that. And I think that most leaders, um, you know, that are implementing Agile in their organizations are thinking in terms, they're, they're thinking in terms of outcomes for most other things. Uh, however, in, in some cases, many cases maybe, Agile is not about, about how they can achieve those outcomes. It's more about it's more an interim step. It's like, okay, this will help me. I think it'll help me increase our output or our productivity, or maybe help me increase our quality. It's, it's, it's more output based than it is outcome based. And so I think we should, we should figure out how we can change the dynamic, you know, change the conversation a little bit on that end. Yeah. Um, and, and just so that, you know, our, our developers, the people on the front lines that are doing the work, whatever they're developing, aren't um, uh, unduly burdened. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that's something that we need to think about. You know, how how does this impact our frontline workers? You know, the people that are the knowledge workers, the people that have the skills and the knowledge to be able to turn um, something into a, a piece of value that can be delivered to a customer. Those people are bearing the brunt of all the changes that we just nonchalantly just sign off on as leaders. Now, not not that I'm anyway. So we need to be careful about that and make sure that the change is understood, that that we really move towards outcomes and explain the why. And uh, and, uh, you know, if, if developers are are rebelling a little bit about it, uh, the solution isn't to come down harder on them. It's to listen. It's to go to the team and listen. What is it about Agile you don't like? Um, and, and, and they will tell you, you know, they'll tell you what they don't like about it. And, and everything that they will say are probably things that are keeping them from doing their best work. So listen to them and keep that in mind. I'm not saying that you go back to traditional ways of working, but what I'm saying is go back to the values and principles of agile, right? And, and, um, and, and listen to your team. Any, uh, any other thoughts, Chris, before we close this short out? Cause we can talk about this all day. Yeah, we could. Um, no, I, I think we pretty well covered it for the time that we have. Um, like, I agree with you. You know, we could take any one of these topics, any one of these subtopics that we've talked about and break it down and spend an entire Agile short talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was a good conversation. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Thank you for um, for joining me in this uh, call. And we'll see you yeah. in a couple of weeks for our next Agile short. All right. Bye, Bye. everybody.